0: Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. Virginia, welcome Matt Starcher, or the Matt Dad.
1: Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How about
0: yourself? I'm excellent. I'm so glad we got a chance to do this.
1: Yes, me too.
0: So, how long have you been a chef?
1: Let's see. Uh, almost 30 years now. So, in 90, let's say I graduated from high school in 88, went to college, and you 91. probably 92 is when I started my first cooking job. And then off and on for the however many years that is has been I've been a a chef or directly in the restaurant business
0: okay amazing did you go to school here
1: I did I went to well I went to Great Bridge High School and that's actually where I had my I had a class called home economics that's what we used to call um it used to be called home ec and that was my first time really being introduced to hey, maybe this could be a job. I just didn't think it was. And then, so I went to Johnson & Wales after I cooked in the uh, restaurant business for you know, five years or so. Then I went to Johnson and & Wales and graduated from there here in Norfolk.
0: Oh, nice. So was it more of a passion that kind of developed out of a need to build?
1: So I think I've always loved to cook. I just didn't think of it as a job. It was, you know, I went to school for government politics and I, when I came out of, uh, uh George Mason, I was working at a restaurant, uh, waiting tables called Key West here in Chesapeake, Virginia. Okay. And I asked the chef Jeanette Harris, isn't it neat how you can remember names of important people in your life? Uh, chef Jeanette Harris, if I could try cooking. And she said, uh, yeah, you just have to start washing dishes and prep. And that's how it started. But all along, I remember all, all through high school and all through college, I loved to cook, you know, inviting people over and um, making dinner for folks. I remember cooking for my mom and her friends. I just never thought of it as a job until it became one. Right. I've always cooked outdoors and that it's neat how life puts you in situations that match your passion if you look for opportunities to pursue that passion you know what I mean does that make sense definitely you know and I've always been an outdoorsman I just never thought of really intentionally trying to cook outdoors until I started and you know all that really started when the pandemic happened the outdoor cooking you know, I've always cooked outdoors. I've just never thought of filming it. Would right. people really want to watch it? And then the pandemic happened, and I spent a whole lot more time out at my cabin out in Isle of Wight. And when that happened, I just started making videos. Now I make outdoor cooking videos all the time. And, you know, I really enjoy the process of cooking, but I also really enjoy the process of filming it. Pretty cool.
0: That's fun. So how how is your setup? Do you have a tripod? Do you have
1: somebody help you? No. One day I will. One day I'll have a team of people that help me. Right now, I plan the meal, I videotape it on my iPhone with a tripod, and I wash the dishes and take a bite or two and then pack it all up and take it back home. Okay. Yeah, right. it's not but it's um, the, uh, you know, I think that also adds a little rawness to what I, what I do with my, my cooking, you know, it's, 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 I enjoy going out there and cooking fancy meals with over an open fire with just my, my iPhone. So
0: I love that. It adds an element of rustic to the high, right, high right,
1: quality right, the- right. And, you know, nowadays with the the quality in phone cameras you know they they do a really good job the um you know to be able to pick up the birds in the background chirping or you know to hear the cicadas when they're out and about and, um it's it's pretty cool or hear a dog barking or a rooster crowing you know it's neat in the background
0: so are you usually cooking those meals out in the isle of Wight?
1: i do a lot of them now i've got a i just purchased my dream vehicle it's a jeep and i'm building a kitchen in the back of it because i've always wanted to just drive someplace and find a cool spot and to be able to cook there you know whether wherever it is and so i'm looking forward to doing that but out at my cabin i've got probably nine or ten different cooking stations that i've built through the years where, you know, one might be a plancha, or one might be a cowboy grill, or one might be a setup for my paella pan, or one might be a setup with a hibachi grill overlooking the pond. I just build things out there. And then when I get out there, I decide, okay, what am I going to cook on today? It's pretty cool. That is so
0: cool that you're living the dream.
1: I am, you know, really, I am. It's taken me a, you know, you hear this all the time, it's taken me a long time to decide what I really, really love to do. And I'm so torn up with it that that's what I think about all the time. That's what I I want to do all the time. This cooking for people, whether it's um, cooking classes, whether it's um, doing private dinners, whether it's just making a video where I look at it now when I make a video, I could be inspiring someone to, you know, make that dish or cook outdoors or go camping or not be afraid to try something in their home if this guy can do it in the woods, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm Matt, by the way.
0: (laughs) What's your name? I'm Vanessa. It's nice to meet you, Matt. Sorry.
1: Vanessa, I'm Matt. That's very nice. And um, where, where are you located? So I'm in Virginia Beach. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I manage the kitchen bar, the cooking store there at Hilltop.
0: Okay. Awesome.
1: Are you all hiring so
0: by chance?
1: I manage that. Um, I don't, uh, we will be once we, we're, we'll be starting to get into our busier season, but I'm always looking for um employees that are driven by hospitality. Uh, I'm always looking for them. So you know, I can teach a whole lot of things, but it's hard to teach hospitality. So,
0: that if is you want,
1: come in, come in there, and just uh, um, I'll, I'll I'm there only two days a week now because I'm kind of retiring from there. Oh, okay. So I can just pursue. You know, for the last three years ago, I left um, right before the pandemic happened. One year before the pandemic happened, I left a big corporate job called uh, Cisco. Okay. Where I was a corporate chef with Cisco, and I was given the opportunity to switch positions or move on, and I had been building Mat Dad for a couple years, and I decided to move on, and that summer, Joel, the owner of Kitchen Barn, approached me and said, hey, you want to run Kitchen Barn, and that's where I teach my cooking classes, and um, I said, yeah, I'll give it a shot. As of January 1st, I'm down to two days a week, and I don't know how long that's going to last. Oh. Um, So, um, but yeah, it's a cool spot. That's where I teach my cooking classes and that's, it's a foodie dream store. If you like to cook, Kitchen Barn is the place.
0: I do. That's really good to know. Thank you.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: How do you recognize someone from
1: Virginia? If they say from this area, if they say Norfolk, I know they're not from here.
0: (laughs) That's me then.
1: They, it's Norfolk. I know it doesn't. That's how we always, that's how anybody local says Norfolk. It's Norfolk. It's not Norfolk, even though it sure does seem like it should be pronounced that way. But
0: <laughs> so, what would you say is next for you since you're going to be easing into this new transition?
1: So, I make the seasonings called Mad Seasoning. And as a cooking instructor, Probably me starting to teach cooking classes five years ago now was probably the biggest thing to me starting this Mat Dad brand and then starting Mad Seasoning because as a cooking instructor or an instructor on anything, like if you wanted to teach someone how to make podcasts or you wanted to teach someone how to whatever, you as an instructor want them to succeed at that, right? Absolutely. That's our goal. So as a cooking instructor, I want my students to do better at cooking, cook better tasting food so they'll enjoy cooking more and it becomes this wonderful circle of deliciousness, right? That you keep coming around and you want to cook more because you're doing a good job and it tastes good. And people are saying you're doing a good job. Well, one of the ways I can help in that was to teach people how to season their food. And I got thinking one day when I was at Cisco on the line, I was like, why can't I go over to my spice rack and just grab this all-purpose seasoning that we make all the time and we put it on everything. And I said, when I retire, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start making that mad seasoning and I'm going to sell it. And I had a chef come up to me and say, you can't sell salt and pepper. No one's going to buy it. And I said, we'll see what happens. So that's how. So I started making this seasoning blend called Mad Seasoning. And Mad Seasoning is a chef, kind of like a chef's secret, that you put it on anything, you put salt and pepper on it, it makes your food taste better. And as an instructor, if I can teach people how to season their food, they're going to make better tasting food. And that's a success as an instructor. I remember Todd Jerk. I was his sous chef for a few years at Bistro 210 in downtown Norfolk. And Todd told me one time he came up to me and kind of shoulder to shoulder, he bent down a little bit because he's really tall. And he said, one of the most important things you can learn as a chef is how to salt your food. It's so important. And I'll never forget that. And Mad's seasoning is a seasoning salt, and it just helps people make better food. So I am not full time yet doing um, videos, influencing type stuff on uh, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. I'm pretty close to full time doing that, and full time doing Matt Dad, which is cooking classes, private events. And then selling M.A.D. Seasoning. And we've got it in 22 locations now. And, you know, M.A.D. stands for makes a difference. And on the back of every card that we pass out when we sell a seasoning are 10 ways for you to make a difference. So we like to think it's a reminder, not only for you to make a difference in the way your food tastes, but let's make a difference in life. And getting all, Vanessa, coming all back around to what I was talking about. Um, earlier about passion, if you intentionally try to do something, you're more likely going to do it. And if we can remind people to try to make a difference by returning your shopping cart when you're done grocery shopping or by trying to pick up a piece of litter or giving someone a compliment, we're all making a difference. I just use food. And that's what I do.
0: I love that. I think that that's one of the more underrepresented love languages. Mm -hmm. Definitely.
1: I agree totally. And dudes are afraid of that. Dudes are afraid of love. They're afraid of saying love. So you can call it making a difference. You can call it, I care about you. You can call it, I got your back. You can call it, there's so many things we can call it. But that's what it is. It's making a difference is intentionally trying to use your ability to make someone else better. And that's what making a difference is. And it's seasoning that we make. It's so cool. I'll send you one. Thank you. I'll leave you with this. So when the pandemic happened people were unable to go out to eat. And when people were unable to go out to eat, they were forced to cook. And when people were forced to cook, we, a lot of folks realized that cooking is enjoyable. But what happened was before that, we got so busy on our phones and, running the kids to soccer practice or wrestling practice, or we always had so much going on that we got too busy to even try to cook. Mm -hmm. Well, the pandemic forced us to cook again. And all of a sudden people are realizing that, you know, cooking's fun. Cooking's fun. And I really am blessed and grateful that I've been able to share this passion for cooking with folks and I like to think that, you know, we're inspiring people to cook. And I call it just cook, y'all. Get out there and just cook. And that's it. Awesome. Right? Where, can, where can we find the Mad Seasoning? So we sell it at uh, 22 locations now. It's all at all the taste locations. But if they follow me on... Uh, Instagram or TikTok, and all of those are the Matt dad, the Matt dad, um, or Facebook, I've got links and we send it, we ship it all across the country. Pretty cool. Awesome. How
0: did you, I mean, I know your name is Matt, but what made you decide on the Matt dad?
1: So the Matt dad, so I've got four kids. So I'm a dad and it's kind of a play on Mac dad. Okay. You so much for taking the time to do this with me today. You're very welcome, and thanks for reaching out. And if I can ever do anything for you, why don't you send me your uh, shipping address and I'll send you a mad seasoning. If you like to cook, it's a really awesome seasoning to put on um, anything you put salt and pepper on.
0: I'm excited. I love to cook, and I am hoping eventually I'll be able to take one of your classes.
1: Cool, they're fun too.
0: Do you have a hard time coming up with content ideas for your podcast? I find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like, I know I had more questions for you, but I just can't remember what they are right now. And that's why I'm trying Poddex. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach. (音楽) I'm not talking about the book, I'm not talking about the book, I'm not talking about the book, I'm 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 talking about i
1: not